Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the We Miss Marty podcast. And I'm Chris, and as always, I have Laura with me. Laura, how are you today? Doing good. Doing good. Kind of a weird week last week. I don't think you heard as much from the Frasier podcast, but I lost power halfway through our kind of companion Seinfeld podcast. So made for a really weird week last week. So let's pray that over the next hour, hour and a half or so, the power stays on here in Ohio. <laughs> so we'll <laughs> see. You never know. <laughs> Ohio seems to be lately having a lot of places that go off our power, not just for a minute, but all night. So who knows? Yeah. We'll see. It's been very crazy out here in Ohio. Yeah. So hopefully we're not like California with rolling blackouts or anything like that. It'll be strange. So. All right. Well, well, you're not on here for Ohio power discussion. We're here to talk Frazier. So let's talk about this week's show, A Midwinter's Night Dream. Um, we're on episode 17 of season one. And, you know, I've watched Frazier a billion times. So this isn't my first foray into Frazier. But, you know, Lord, I, I guess as an overview, I'm getting a little frustrated with Niles. Um, <laughs> I know the frustration is part of the comedy. If we weren't frustrated, we wouldn't talk about it. It's not comedy, so I, I get that. But if I knew Niles, like if Niles was a buddy of mine, and he was asking me for advice and everything, yeah, I mean, when you're married, you shouldn't necessarily be questioning your marriage or saying, hey, maybe some other person's better. But I, I get to the point where I'm like, okay, either say something or don't. And I guess part of the comedy of a show is, you know, it's kind of that old will they or won't they thing where, you know, Niles gets to that brink where he tries to ask her out. Comedically, it goes awry, or comedically, definitely doesn't understand. But, you know, I mean, we're 17 episodes of the first season. It's kind of like, come on, bud, just either do it or don't. And, you know, I it's funny, but it frustrates me about now. So I don't know what you think about that. Well, unfortunately, Chris, you're going to have to wait a long time. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to complain about this for the next, what, 50 weeks or so. You're going to have to, com- you're going to complain about this for the next uh, three years. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> 11, oh, no. 11 seasons of episodes. Right. Um, you know, it's funny. When I was watching earlier, like like late last week and Monday, when I was watching the episode, um, it didn't hit me, but it hit me today, just like about an hour ago when I was watching it again, that two things were very interesting to me about this. And they're kind of like deep, you know, yeah. <laughs> one is that I think maybe, maybe Daphne really is just being respectful. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe she's the one who's respecting his marriage. You know, I, you know, I, I don't think she's quite that dumb, you know, especially this episode, you know? Um, and the thing about Niles that I noticed and I thought about, I mean, I've noticed it before, but I didn't, it didn't like, you know, hit me as well, as big as it did today. That Niles um, seems to have had very good, he has very good memories of things related to Maris. Yeah. You know, like throughout, you know, the first probably half of the show when she's part of the show, you know, he always talks about like little things that they did or bought or where they were, you know, and it seems the more, the more I'm thinking about it now, it seems like the problem here isn't really Niles. It's, it's Maris, you know, that she, 
basically like is a ghost in their life together now that maybe it's not so much. I mean, his wandering eye in some ways is understandable. Well, into Niles credit too, at least he's not, you know, sleeping around or, or whatever. And, right. you know, right. you're right. You know, Maris kind of sets up Niles for even looking around, but at least Niles has restraint. I mean, can you imagine mm-hmm. there's probably a, a billion of relationships out there where if what a woman appears to be the ghost and the guy's out there either divorcing right away or cheating around. So I, I guess to Niles credit, at least there's restraint, you know. So honestly, I think he's just too uh I don't I I want to say naive, but that's not the right word. Maybe too yeah. immature, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, that to be able to figure out how to make a move that would be you know, and she's she's in a terrible position. You know, she works for the family, his family. What's she gonna do? You know, right, right. And I kind of wonder about this too. I don't want to read too deeply into this. In like high school, college, before I met my wife, uh, when I would date around, when I would show interest in a woman, I I kind of wanted to break things down a lot. Like I would sit there and say. You know, I'm not one to just talk to women just for heck of it. You know, I'm sitting there like, oh, I'm interested. I like to go out with her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I tend to every conversation means something. Or, you know, if I would do something, it's for a point. It's for a purpose. It's not just for the heck of it. And I kind of wonder if Daphne, as written on the show, was more of just someone who just had fun. And I'm not saying that she was, uh, excuse me, friends, you know, she wasn't slutty or she wasn't like a crazy wild flirt, but sometimes people just don't put as much thought into every little thing that happens. And, you know, Niles probably read that the wrong way, and that probably confused Niles. Because I I guess for me, if I was interested in a woman, if I was married or not or anything, if I got that experience that, you know, they did was they're at his house, it was late at night, I'd be like, oh man, what's going on? What's happening? Maybe Daphne just said, hey, I just need a night off, you know? Maybe Daphne wasn't even thinking necessarily in a romantic way. I mean, I, I, I think at the end, she kind of had that thought for a second, but I think Niles was thinking about that a lot more than she was. And I kind of see myself as Niles in that situation where, you know, you get confused, you get freaked out because every little thing that happens, you're like, is this a romantic way or not? And Daphne's just going for life, you know? I think um, the that relationship, I mean, that moment where they were laying on the floor next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it seemed more like a dangerous place for them to be right like physically but not it didn't seem that way like emotionally right you know? because i mean what they were talking about was you know each other and their their relationships you know it wasn't anything about them together you know there was never any kind of hanky panky ish sort yeah. of mentions about i feel this for you and do you feel this for me it was all related to the other two people. Well, like you said, Niles was in a rough time with Maris. And as we see, you know, getting back into the plot of the show, you know, it, it starts out at Cafe Nervosa, which was interesting. Most of the previous shows started in the studio with his radio uh, show. Mm-hmm. But they started in Cafe Nervosa, and, you know, Daphne runs into Eric, mm-hmm. a clerk. And, you know, hey, sparks start to fly. Everything, you know, seems to go well. They want to date. 
and Niles becomes really jealous. So I, I think going back to the end of the show, you know, the relationship with Eric didn't go well. Daphne was sad, upset. So, you know, sometimes, hey, when stuff's going wrong, it opens the door, you know, obviously with Niles and Maris and Daphne mm-hmm. after a, uh, a thing that didn't seem to work out to Clark Eric. Yeah. My favorite thing was when she said, you know, he wanted to concentrate on his music and she said, there must be somebody else because I've heard his music. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Well, you know how there's young guys who play music. You know? Yeah. Sometimes the idea of them playing music's better than the actual music they produce, you know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. By the way, I I had one question when I was watching this episode. Sure. Why was Roz so snotty? Do you remember? Yeah. That? Like I, he walked I, in I, and she's like snotting off at him, but I have no idea why. And it was never explained. He never asked either, which you know is kind of stupid, but you know. Yeah. Be- yeah, because after the, um, the Cafe Nervosa, you know, the scene shifts to the radio station, Fraser's trying to ask for advice, and Ross seems to be in a bad mood. And yeah, mm-hmm. it just never was really written in what, what was she in a bad mood about. Did yeah. she? I, I almost started to think, and you're right, it wasn't mentioned in the show. Did she have a failed date? Because it may have added mm-hmm. to the tone of the show because there are um, a lot of relationships going south. Yeah. I mean, maybe it just, maybe they just needed a vehicle to get her into the. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. I help you. <laughs> it just seemed odd, you know. It was a little. It was. I mean, she's kind of, you know, prickly anyway. But I mean, it seemed a little odd, you know. It's always awkward, and I, I can, from having a brother that we've mm-hmm. had conversations in the past. You just don't want to have those conversations about how to spice things up. I mean, you can make the argument saying, hey, all right, what well, shows that you have a good relationship with your brother? You're saying those type of things. But I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I have a good relationship with my brother, and uh, we haven't gone that far in our discussions. I would feel really awkward if it came up. I don't know. Yeah. Kind of weird to discuss that with your brother, I would say. I reserve the, what was it? I reserve the right to say stop at any point. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then he yells. <laughs> well, it, it was interesting because, you know, Frazier mentioned that at, at the cafe, um, you know, Frazier's kind of questioning <laughs> Roz, which that would have been awkward, too. I mean, I, I can imagine my brother was having marital issues involving the bedroom, whatever, and that'd mm-hmm. be like me writing the News Herald and saying, hey, Laura, what do you think? Yeah, you know, it's just very awkward. You know, it's just a, a strange conversation for anybody to have. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but you know, Roz's suggestion role play, and I've, apparently that suggestion works out because you know the scene goes back to the apartment of Frazier's. Uh, Frazier's awake late at night, and you know, um, Niles shows up at the door in a, a pirate outfit. And apparently, um, you know, he tried to surprise Maris with that, and Maris got the wrong idea, and it was it was tough. Well, because he was naked when the yes. maid opened the door. By the way, it was the upstairs maid. Yes. yes. Like, oh. um, it just seemed, I mean, and the, nobody asked. I mean, my one of my questions was, he said, I just threw this on. Why <laughs> did he have that outfit? <laughs> and, and A, why did he have it? And B, why was it handy for him right. to put on? And when you, it seems strange. I mean, I don't think 
at Niles and Maris's house and made your living the maids. I mean, just make sure the maids have gone home for the day before yeah. you <laughs> throw on the crazy outfit or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, Fraser is, um, you know, Fraser says, Hey, and, uh, Marty says, Hey, stay here in the apartment, you know, sleep it out. You know, tomorrow's a new day. You can figure out tomorrow. And then, you know, Daphne comes home from a date with Eric. They're kissing goodnight, and now I'll start sobbing, which... Yeah, which is hilarious, because he just said to Fraser five minutes before that he does not have the ability to cry. Yes. <laughs> he lacks the ability to cry, which clearly Daphne was able to get the tears out of him. <laughs> and again, I don't know what Niles can do. I mean, it's a tough situation. Hey, my background, I, I'm not encouraging Niles just to, uh, you know... Sneak out of marriage so you can start dating Daphne. I mean, I, I wonder would it be easier if Niles could have just talked to Daphne about it? Hey, you know, I don't know. I mean, there were so many times that uh Maris was like walking away, and um, you know, he was like he convinced her to stay, and it just kept him hanging there you know and in limbo you know until the final break finally came yeah and it's just you know it you know it's it it's the old uh you hear it all the time you know people in relationships that you know don't get what they need they just keep it going because it's yeah well and you know it goes as far as when yeah, Niles is like, hey, she's going to Arizona to contemplate the future of their marriage from a mud bath. And he, yeah. he kind of sit there and say, all right, you know, hey, I'm all for, you know, you know, stick around for your marriage. That's good. But when that starts happening, you, you got to start to make some steps. You need to say, hey, mm -hmm. can I come with you? Or, you know, hey, we, we, we got to figure some stuff out because it sounds like Niles is sitting there waiting. And, you know, it, it goes back to the frustration that Niles feels during the uh, the episode, um, you know, <laughs> I, I thought this was funny. Um, you know, uh, Marty wants to, uh, you know, them uh, to go out for dinner, and the chef has walked out in sympathy with Maris. I, yeah. I think that's great. Where like the workers are picking sides or anything, you know. You know, it's and that's funny because um, when I, I don't remember if it was when the I think it was it like at the official end of their relationship where they all were asking Niles if they could come with him because they liked yeah. him better, you know. So something yeah. happened in the in the meantime, you know. But uh, I mean, I mean, Maris has all the money, so I mean, if you're going to go with somebody, you probably should go with her because Niles really isn't going to do anything for you. Right. Right. <laughs> well, I like it too because, yeah, you're right. I mean, the workers will have to pick someone to go with. But I like how, you know, people are walking out, you know, in protest, you know, to show sympathy for one person or the other. I mean, it's great. Yeah. And all that happened was the maid opened the door and he was there naked, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just a, you know, like the, the old, uh, the old joke about Three's Company. Oh, I bet there's going to be a miscommunication, you know, because mm -hmm. every, every single episode was a miscommunication. Yeah, I wonder about that because, like, 
I used to work. I, I, I've been a journalist most of my career, but I took a few years off to go into marketing. And I worked for this couple. They were a couple from India. Um, you know, they had like a couple hundred web developers in India. But uh, it was just me, the husband, and the wife working in Columbus while we corresponded and worked with the people who were working with us in India, you know, since they're from India. Well, I always wondered, the couple had a good relationship. They didn't break up or anything. But would I would I have to pick one or the other if they somehow mm-hmm. got divorced while I worked there? It would yeah. be kind of weird, you know? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Why? Well, have to walk on sympathy one or the other, so. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, it's stuck around together, so that, that, that's, that's good. good. Lots of interesting stories. Lots to do a podcast about them. So, no, I, I can't because they're real people. Uh, we get in trouble. But they're, they're fun people. I, I enjoyed working with them. So, All right. So, you know, um, Daphne. And, you know, hey, Daphne's a, 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 she's a good girl. She, you know, it's even season one, and you can tell the relationship is growing because, you know, the chef walks out, and Daphne's like, hey, before my big date, I'm going to come over and cook dinner for you. That's kind of nice. Who would do that? Not me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and Niles didn't ask Daphne that, but man, what a nice thing to do. I mean, good night. I wouldn't do that either, but that, yeah. that's full night. Yeah, that's crazy. And then, and especially oh. when he starts listing off the things that she can't eat. You yes, know, <laughs> yeah. every single food group, every single normal food, you know, it's basically all she had to do is rip off a couple of lettuce leaves. <laughs> yes. Well, and you know what? Yeah, I mean, if if you're cooking dinner for somebody, don't be picky. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, even if she says, I'm going to cook you a pizza, be appreciative. Don't be like, hey, yeah. you know. <laughs> You're coming over for your big date, but you better do this, that, and the other thing. I mean, yeah. Daphne mm-hmm. should get a medal. But, you know, it was interesting. So that night, uh, Thunderstorm is in Seattle. Uh, Daphne arrives, and she's soaked by the rain. Uh, you know, Eric broke up with her. He wants to commit to his music. But, you know, as you said before, Daphne said, hey, it was an excuse. I've heard the music. Yeah, <laughs> So Niles receives a phone call from Maris. Storm's grounded her fight. So and the storm puts out the electricity. So it turns from a, you know, now Daphne's cooking for both of them until hey, it's just Niles and Daphne. And really, Daphne's stuck there. She's got no place to go. And then Fraser learns that they're stuck together, and Fraser freaks mm-hmm. out and drives off with Martin. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Frazier was fine until Frazier was fine when he thought the three of them were together. And as soon as he heard it was just the two, he's like, we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> well, and good for Frazier. I mean, he's trying to protect the marriage, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I get to the point where it's like, Hey, you guys got to work it out a little bit. You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm not bad. Maybe I'm not a good family member, but I'm not driving away in a rain-soaked night. I mean, hey, I'll, I'll talk with you over the phone, but I'm probably not going over. So, yeah. I, uh, you think Frazier just wanted to protect Niles and Mar- Mares? Uh, <clears throat> probably, because pro- he probably knew that uh, they were going to have to deal with all the problems, you know, yes. that would happen if something did happen between the two. I mean, he's not blind. He knows. I mean, he talked to him and brought it up 
with him. You know, I, I, you, I see you and your infatuation with yeah. Daphne, what's going on at home, you know? So the fact that he was left at home with Daphne, you know, a vulnerable Daphne, although I'm not sure if Frazier knew that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, he's, he's not dumb, you know, <laughs> he may act dumb, but. Well, yeah. And, and I thought, I liked where the episode went. And again, I was really talking about how uh, season one, they're setting up these relationships and, um, mm -hmm. you, you know, laying the groundwork for how close it gets as the, the series goes on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they have really good open discussion about relationships. And yeah, I guess. Niles didn't confess that he was in love with Daphne or had feelings for it at the time, but there, it was a good discussion about what they were going through and stuff like that. I mean, bravo to both of them for that. He's, you know, he honestly, I think in reality, I think Niles ignored it, you know? Yeah. And focused only on the Maris aspect of the question. Right, right. Which I, th I mean, Fraser was happy with it, so he, he was probably fine. But, but, but at least like when Niles and Daphne were talking, at least they were open. They were talking. Yeah, Niles kind of made it more one-ended, but, you know, they admitted some stuff. And I don't know. My wife always tells me, I hear something at my church, too. Don't talk about issues of relationships with somebody from the opposite sex because, you know, sometimes it can lead to stuff. And like I say earlier, I, I don't think Daphne really looked at it necessarily from a romantic standpoint, but I think they had that thought, you know, because they were having a closer discussion and everything. And then... Mm -hmm. At the same time, so it looked like they may have gone in to kiss, but it really wasn't that. But right at that moment, Frazier comes in and he screams, no, 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 which was very dramatic, especially since it was very rainy. And um, yeah. it was a good moment at the end of the show. It was almost like, um, I don't know if you ever saw the movie The Graduate. Yes. Where he's uh, standing up on the top of the Catholic church mm -hmm. and screaming her name. Yeah. Elaine, Elaine. <laughs> I, I wonder if it try, I wonder if that influenced that. I don't know. I, I, I bet you it did. Yeah, I would be surprised if it didn't. And then you know they start singing, you know, kind of break the mood, and um, it's a little double entendre, I think. When at the end, you know, uh, they talk about that glockenspiel that you know was broken, yeah. and Niles says, "Hey, my glockenspiel's working again." So, well, a moment to end the episode. Not yeah, so. which you know could be seen as a little dirty. But... Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm wondering, especially since this was an early '90s show, I wonder if that got frowned on. I, I always read about like during some of these '90s sitcoms, you know, the censors were all out there, and mm -hmm. even though it was a double entendre, you know, yeah, people could say, "Hey, I, I wonder if that line got questioned by censors." Honestly, I think they still are. You know, I think the censors oh, yeah. still hanging yeah. around. You know, yeah. Um, because I, I was watching something the other day about, um, I forget who it was, honestly, but it was about Saturday Night Live that, you know, the person was saying, uh, you should see the stuff that doesn't get in, you know? Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. So. And then in the credits. You know, Family Guy, too. You know, I'm oh, a big yeah. Seth MacFarlane fan. And yeah, he, always, he talked about, I saw an interview with him one time. Where you know you have your little binder, you know, like uh, like this, mm -hmm. you have your little binder, yeah, like this. And he said that after the sensors get through, it's like this, yeah, <laughs> because it's just dog-eared from uh, 
from them marking all the all the pages in the script. Well, I think it creates a really interesting, like I don't know. I've been watching more Paramount Plus and Peacock mm-hmm. Channel lately, and I always think you could literally take any show, a sitcom, drama, whatever, and almost make a regular TV version, and you can spice it up either mm-hmm. if you want to curse or yeah, have, have more stuff on the um, on the uh, what do you call it, the streaming version. Uh, right. it, it was interesting. My wife used to be a fan of The Good Wife. So mm-hmm. and I saw it in reruns, but she pretty much watched it week after week when that show was first on. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Now, Paramount Plus is a good fight. And The Good Fight's exclusively on Paramount Plus. And mm-hmm. yeah, they're doing a lot more things to Paramount Plus than they could get away with on CBS. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Lots of F words and everything. It's interesting. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I liked Good Fight. The only thing is, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm starting to not watch as much political coverage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm... Uh, how do I say this when I get in trouble? I'm not MAGA. I guess, I don't know. I mean, we, we can't really say... I, I'm not far-right MAGA. I'll put it that way. Yeah. But the show does bug me because it seems to... It's gotten very political. I don't know if you've ever seen The Good Fight. No. It's been very political. I mean, to the point where they spend episodes. And, yeah, I mean, that's part of what happened, and I'm sure they have feelings and everything. But even though I'm not a fan of the other side, it just got to the point where it kind of dragged down with there's a lot of Trump, Trump, Trump all over the episodes. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm talking about this for eight hours of work. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. Can't exactly. you talk about something? I mean, there's a lot of... Hey, yeah, that's a controversial thing, I guess, at the time, but there's other stuff you could talk about. You and I could come up with some more uh, segments, so I don't know. All right, but no, I, I overall thought it was good, Frazier. Um, you know, we're going to talk about this in a few minutes when we get to our Seinfeld podcast. You know, season one didn't have like... Like, if we were ranking all of our favorite Frasers, I wouldn't put a lot of season one on there. But I can see, especially with Frasier, how it sets the tone. Like, you know, once you saw this episode, you understood a lot more about how, you know, Niles and Daphne work. So, I mean, solid. I'm not saying A+, but I'm definitely not saying F either. You know, it's funny. Um, next week's episode, the one we're going to watch next Yeah. Frasier, I would put on my list. Ooh. Remind me, which one's next week? It's the first um, CB's award. Oh yes, where they, where they, you know, work to you know get favor of the judges, and um, Fletcher is on it. Yeah, <laughs> and his mom, you know, which to me is hilarious. You know, um, so I I like that one. Yeah, yeah. CB's. They went there, what, maybe three, four times? I At think. least, yeah. Yeah. A lot. You know, one year was, one year the one I didn't, one I wouldn't have liked was the the one where he thought he had a stalker. Oh, yeah. You remember? Yeah. Um, that one wasn't great. I like the one with um, Roz and her sister who was in town. You know, that was a good yeah. one. <laughs> I liked, um, it wasn't CB's. But it seemed to be filmed in the same set. It looked very much like the CBs. Mm-hmm. I liked the one where Frazier was doing the speech. 
and um, for the Catholic Charities yeah. or some for group, the and then the priest yeah. Who died. Yeah, yeah, and Fraser didn't know he was saying ridiculous things, but that wasn't a CB. But that, but it seemed like it was at the same set, and obviously these yeah. sitcoms well, don't have a billion sets, so there's only one hotel in yeah. Seattle. So yes, yes. <laughs> Or if they had that set on studio, maybe it was that one yeah. set. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I was wondering about that, but kind of interesting. So, all right, anything else about this uh, Frasier that we should discuss? No, I think we covered everything pretty well. Yeah, so next week, uh, the first CBS, remind me, what is the episode called? It's called And the Whimper Is. Oh, yes, yes. So. Um, Lots of debate about the awards and everything else. Yes. I don't know. Quick story. We have a few minutes before we jump over to the Seinfeld thing. Yeah, it was funny. Um, yeah, this was after I left um, the News Herald. I, I got um, AP awards. I guess they're not quite as big of a deal now. I, they are, but I don't know. But we used to have the ceremonies. Like It was almost like our little award show. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went to Maslin and uh, yeah, a smaller place, wanted to be closer to your family and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just, so I get nominated for a columnist award. And it was funny because, hey, anytime you're nominated, good for you. If you're in the top division or lowest division. I remember being embarrassed. I think I, I ran to you that day. I ran to some other bigger places I worked at. And, like, I, I really wrongly equated how I finished in that columnist contest to, Look at me. I wasn't trying to lord over you guys or anybody else. But mm-hmm. I ended up getting an honorable mention, which was fine. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's one journalist evaluating other journals. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. Right. Maybe another journalist says you're number one or not. But I remember being so horrified on the way home, going, oh, my goodness. I went to a smaller place, and I'm only getting freaking honorable mentions. And, oh, <laughs> So I understand what Fraser's going through on the CBs. So, yeah. So. But I remember I, I I was close to accepting a PR job. And yeah, this is how crazy things got more. I invited my wife's parents, <laughs> I invited my parents to the ceremony. <laughs> so they were both there. <laughs> it was I don't know why I did that. Oh, man. I'm not sure if any of the journalists invited their <laughs> families to the ceremony. Some do. Yeah, you see. Yeah, okay. yeah sometimes. <laughs> it just yeah, it was oh man. Weird days, so yeah, so we'll we'll see how Fraser responded to the weirdness because I know how it is when you have a award show in your um, profession. So, all right, very good. Um, I I gotta admit I haven't looked that much, but yeah. I'm sure if I looked, I wouldn't have heard of it. No news on the Fraser reboot, so I think we're still on hold with that. I guess so. The strange thing is, I hear that they were trying to film in spring. We have no idea who's coming. I'm not even sure if the show knows yeah. who, who's going to be filming. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it'll be you and me. Maybe we'll be Frazier's plays on the show. Who knows? Yeah. It's a mystery. So, uh, all right. Well, let's close it out. Um, hey, uh, check our Seinfeld show this week. Um, it's usually me, Laura, and Craig. Uh, Craig's kind of uh, tied up with some work stuff. So it might just be me and Laura. So if you like me and Laura talking, <laughs> tune in. You'll get a lot more from me and Laura talking. So, hey, the power <laughs> stayed on, Laura. This has been a successful podcast. That's how I'm valuing my podcast anymore. Not just on how it sounded like or how long it went. <laughs> is the power still on that we don't abruptly end like that? So, yeah. All right. For more, it's Chris. Thanks for checking us out. We'll see you next week on the We Miss Marty podcast. <laughs>
Have a good one.